Lord, we honor you this evening, God. Lord, we feel your presence in this place, God. We ask you tonight, Father, that you would move in a special way tonight, Lord God. Lord, tonight we celebrate you, Father, for who you are and what you're doing in this place, God. Lord, we feel you in this place, God. Lord, we know that you're moving in this place, God. God, continue to touch the lives of your people, Father. Touch their hearts, Father God. Move their hearts, Lord. We ask this in your mighty name. We thank you for who you are, Lord God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Glory to God. How many of you are blessed this evening? No, no, no. How many of you are blessed this evening? Come on, give a clap up to the Lord. He's in this place this evening. Amen. God is, God is so good. He, he is so good. This morning, our pastor delivered a message that was so awesome about healing. You know, I want to give a little testimony, if that's okay with you guys. Several, week, several days ago, I, I was dealing with the, with the sickness inside of me. And when I was dealing with the sickness... But I didn't let that keep it from coming to church, okay? Now, when I was standing there, I knew deep inside of me that God would heal me, but it was on his timing. It was on his timing only. Not my timing, but his timing. And I remember when Pastor called up all the elders in the prayer team to, to, to pray for people. At that moment, I didn't want to lay hands on anybody because, Lord, I, I, I'm feeling sick right now. And I just remember hearing the voice of the Lord say, I will heal you. And as I remember, I was standing there, and I, and, and I, I said, okay, God. I mean, I, I was weak in body. I was weak. But I said, Lord, I'm going to be obedient to your voice. And I remember as I was standing there, and I was, as I laid, I was laying hands on people, praying for people, for, for them to be healed. Because they were dealing with some sicknesses. But I remember that when I laid my hand on that one person, I felt the mighty hand of God come and touch my life. And I, became, I started to feel the healing process in my body. Amen. And I thank God for that because I know that the Lord is still healing people. He is still moving in the midst of his people. Amen. And I, and, and I just, I praise God for that. You know, it, 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 it was four days of, of just, just sickness. But, but in the midst of it all, he became so real to me. And, and you know... And I've said the scripture several times, but I strongly believe that this is the scripture that God has given me. And I'm so in love with this scripture because the scripture is becoming so real in my life. And I've said it, I've quoted several times in the book of Psalms 23, verse 6. It says, surely goodness and love and kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Church, I was excited to come to church this evening, not just because I'm behind the pulpit, because my heart desires and longs to be in the house of God. I don't understand how sometimes people can say that church is boring. Church is not boring to me. Church is awesome. Because when you get into the presence of God, everything changes around you. You establish the presence of God. Amen. Praise God this evening. If you have your Bible, turn me to the book of Matthew chapter 24. This evening, I want to speak on a topic that God had given me. And I believe it's something that we need to hear. 
Amen. The book of Matthew chapter 24, starting with verse 4 through 7. And tonight I entitled this message, What Has Happened to America? What has happened to this great nation that we live in? Amen. The word of the Lord says, starting with verse 4, And Jesus answered and said to them, See to it that no one misleads you. For many will come in my name saying that I am the Christ and will mislead many. Verse 6 says, You will be hearing rumors of war and rumors of war. See that you are not frightened of these things must take place. But that is not yet the end. Verse 7 says, For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. In various places there will be phantoms and earthquakes. Let us pray. Lord, we come before you this evening, Lord God. We just give you thanks. We ask you, Father, that you bless this word, Father God. I pray, Father, that every word that comes out of my mouth will be a blessing to your people. In pray, amen and amen. You may be seated this evening. What, the question that I have this evening, church, is that what has happened to America? What has happened to this great nation that we live in? Amen? We see and we hear and we know that Jesus is coming back. But Jesus has given us signs to watch that for his, his, his return is near. In the book of Matthew chapter 24, Mark chapter 13, and Luke chapter 24, and throughout scripture, we can find the signs that Jesus is returning for his church. Amen? How many of you believe that Jesus is returning from his church? I know that several that we've been hearing this for, for many times, but in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 33 through 36, the word of God says, So you too, when you see all these things, recognize that he is near. Amen. Right at the door. Verse 34 says, Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word, but but my word will not pass away. Verse 36 is but one one but verse 36 is but one thing, one day, an hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son of God, but the Father alone. Amen. Jesus is coming back, church. Amen. We need to be ready for the coming of the Lord. Amen? So in other words, church, what, I, what the Lord was giving me is that we need to get our house in order. We need to get our, our lives in order with God. There are certain things that, that we've been struggling with that God says we need to get these things correct because I'm coming back from my church. Amen? See, we hear rumors of war. There'll be uprising against nations, earthquakes, national disasters, lawlessness, false prophets, false teachers, and false messiahs. Is this not happening now? Are these things currently taking place as if we speak right now? The rise of evil in our cultures, persecution of the believers, and betrayal. You know, I know we all have that thing called television at our home. Okay? Now, I know there's times that we sit down and we, we watch this, but if you watch the news and you see what's going on in the news, 
this is all that's taking place now, okay? A lot of people just say, I don't like to turn to the news because of what's happening and what they're showing. Church, you got to be aware and be, a, be, a, be alert of what's happening to our nation. The enemy has come in and tried to destroy our nation by bringing several different kind of cultures into our church. Amen. What happened? What happens to, what happens to our home? What has happened to our homes? What have we let in our homes? If we're not careful, we let in things into our home, and it comes and it destroys our families. Amen. The enemy has tried to come in and try to destroy. But it is time, it is time for the fathers and for the mothers to arise and say, you know what, that's not going to happen in my home. For me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. See, I, I truly believe that even though I cannot see things right now, but I know the Lord has promised me. And with every word that God has spoken, he will come to pass in your life. Amen. But church, you have to stand upon the word of God. The word of God is your foundation. Even though things around you might look shaky, but as long as you're standing on the word of God and Jesus is your foundation, you will not be moved. You will not be shaken. Even though we hear of these things. And sometimes I know these things, get, they, they, they bring fear into people's lives and, and they start thinking, of, but what about my family? Church, if you and your family are serving God, there is nothing to worry about. There's nothing to, to worry about because Jesus is on your side. Church, where are you tonight? I'm speaking to your spirit this evening. Church, where are you tonight? Are you running with Jesus? Or are you running from him? Are you running from the mission to which God has called you? Are you awake or are you asleep this morning, this evening? So questions that we need to think about sometimes. Lord, am I running with the calling that you have given me? God, am I being that father? Lord, am I being that mother? Youth, am I, am I being that, that one, that, that son or that daughter that, that's honoring my father and my mother? Fathers, are we honoring our families? Are we honoring the things of God? A lot of times, you know, we come to church you know, when we come to church with all our burdens and all our problems and things that we're going through. And you come into church and, you know, you, you just stand there sometimes. God says, give me praise, give me glory, and I will change things for you. But you have to give them those things. Church, I, I, I've come to an understanding that, um, that, that, that God is getting fit up with, 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 with the, what America has turned into. Amen. How much more was the Lord going to put up with this until we start to get things right, correct? Amen. I believe that America is on a bank of judgment that's coming. But that's where the Christian needs to stand firm upon the word of God and believe and trust God that God will see us through this. Amen. Our economy is eventually going to collapse. There will be riots in streets. Church, this is what's happening nowadays as we speak right now. There's a quote from, our, from the president of George Washington. He said, it is impossible, it is impossible to, right, to righteous govern a nation without God in the Bible. How can we govern this nation without the word of God? 
If yet our, our, our foundation are, was built on the word of God and they want to remove all this from, 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 from America, from our rights that we have. Freedom of speech will be taken. The, tra the traditional family will be destroyed. In the, the beginning we read in the Bible that God created man. And we need to live by what God created. God created man and out of man he pulled a woman. Nowadays they want to just let everybody do whatever they want to. But I'm going to tell you right now, church, I believe what the word of God says. And I stand upon what the word of God says. And I will preach what the word of God says. Amen. If we hear all these rumors of war, we can honestly say that we're going into a World War III already. The book of Matthew chapter 24, verse 4 says, because lawlessness is increased, most people love will grow cold. People's love towards God will grow cold. Church, I, I, I'm, I'm asking you this evening that if you feel in your heart that your love towards God and the things of God have, have become cold to you, I'm asking you this evening for you to, to get back into the things of God and, and then say, Lord, I, I, I need you right now, God. Lord, I, I know what's happening. God, I, I see what's happening, Lord. But, Lord, if I'm standing upon you, I will not be shaken and I will not be moved. Amen? We need to rekindle that love that we have for God. You know, so many times we have love for so many other things, but our love with God, where is it? Our passion that we had when we first served God, where is it? Where is that love of God? We say, God, we love you, but yet we can't even love our neighbors. Church, I ask you again, what has happened to America? What has happened to these families? As I was, I was taking these, I was writing these notes out, the things that God was giving me, schools no longer have an answer for their students anymore. They no longer have an answer. That's why, that's why you hear about always when you see in the news of, of teen suicide and, 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 and divorces and, and drug overdoses and, and everything that the enemy is just throwing in. Because why? Because young people and people are looking for something. And church, what the thing is that we have that answer for them. We have Jesus, Son of the living God. That it, I, mean, I, I, I mean, I pray for our schools. I pray for, for the, the, the community colleges, for the universities here. For the, I mean, he, my Lord here. Jesus. I speak that into existence right now, Lord. Amen. Ooh, Lord, thank you for that, Lord. There's a university that's coming in Jesus' mighty name. And, Lord, it's going to be Kingsway. Yes, Lord. I declare that right now in Jesus' mighty name. How many of you agree with me on that? Amen. Praise God for that. Yes, Lord. But church, schools no longer have an answer for their students. There is no longer respect between teachers and students. Fathers and mothers have neglected their roles as being parents to their children. American schools have decided that they no longer need Jesus anymore. They have decided that the Bible is no longer needed in their schools. 
But praise God. Because I know that the Lord is lifting up a generation of young people that are going to take the word of God back into the schools. That they're already taking the word of God back into schools. And they're establishing the presence of God in that place. Amen. Where are the Christians? What difference are we making right now? Church, are we making a difference in this community? Are we making a difference at our, at our jobs? Are we making differences wherever we go? Are we making a difference in other people's lives? Are we preaching the word of God? Or are we just following along with what everybody else is doing? You know, church, several years back when I was, when I was working, I... There was, there was rumors of, 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 of being layoffs and all this other stuff that was happening because of, of, of the, this, the oil food industry just going down. And I remember I would, every day I would go to work like it was my first day of work. And some of the guys would look at me and say, why are you so happy and why are you so joyful? Because, and, and, and why are you so happy and, and you know what's, what's going around you? Because I told them, look, I'm not going to let that defy who, who, who I am in God. Yes, there can, there can be layoffs and everything else like that, but my, my, my hope and my trust is not in my job. My hope and my trust is in Jesus. My hope and trust is in him. And I'm going to go about my day like if I'm my first day on work. They said, Connell, how do you do that? How do you do that? <laughs> I lift up my hands. And I said, Lord, I know you will make a way for me. If, 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 if I live a holy life, if I live a life according to you, to the plan you have for me, I know you will make a way for me. And when all these guys were talking about the layoffs and everything else like that, I said, you know what? If you're going to be talking about that, I have no business there. But if you want to know about the things of God, come over here. And I will let you know what God can do for you. And they will say, Connor, you got just so much of that Jesus. I said, I'll give you some if you want it. I got that Jesus. Because God is good and God knows what he's doing. Sometimes the, pain, the, the answer is painful to hear. Too many people say that they are Christians, but in reality, they are asleep. They're asleep and they don't know what's going on with this world. Amen. Revelation chapter 2, verse 4 says, But I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Church, our love has to be rooted and grounded in God. There are, here are some statistics of what they say about Christians and what they say about the Bible. 85% of America identifies themselves as being Christians. 84% consider it as a holy and sacred book that is a typical American household book in America. Yet only 56% believe that the Bible is accurate and that it is true without error. How is this possible, church? How can we be the salt and light of this world, this lost world that's around us, if yet we're not making any difference yet? 
How can we say that, church? We have to make a difference wherever we go. Even though we see what's happening around us. Even though we know what's happening around us. Church, tonight you need to stand upon the word of God, which is your foundation. Because he is strong and mighty. Amen. How can we possibly hope for a spiritual revival, for this great awakening in this land, if yet we're barely sharing the word of God with anyone? Church, how can we? There has to be an awakening of our hearts. There has to be an awakening in our spirit that we're not going to let this world define who we are in God. Even though we know what's happening in, in this world, even though we know what's happening, we will not be shaken and we will not be moved. I'm, I'm, the church, I have come to an understanding. I have come to, to a believing in my heart. I said, Lord, before you come or before you take me, I want to see a great awakening in this nation again. I said, Lord, I'm going to stand upon that. That I'm going to see that one of these days. How many of you believe that this evening, that there will be an awakening of God's spirit? That God will use the churches to come together and believe that, that something can happen in the United States. That this, that this culture can change back to the things of God. That families can come back together and be restored. That the enemy's strongholds will come down. I believe that. I believe it's going to be an awakening in this great nation. Church, get ready for that. I believe that Jesus is trying to wake us up. Amen. I believe that the Lord is rekindling our love for him once again. I believe that God is embracing us once again. I believe that he's allowing us to eat from the bread of life, drink from the living water. I believe that he's given us strength to carry on with this Christian journey that we're on. To serve him no matter what comes to our lives. To discover his mercy and his grace Every morning that you wake up, every morning that you wake up, it's because his grace and his mercy and he loves you. The book of John chapter 3, book of John chapter 16 verse 33 says, these things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you have tribulations, but take courage for I have overcome this world. Amen. That's the word of God, church. That is the word of God. And this evening, I, I close with the scripture. And, I, and this scripture is so powerful. In the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 20, 28 says, It will come about after this that I will pour out my spirit on all mankind. And your sons and your daughters will prophesy. And your old man will dream dreams. And your young men will see visions. Church, I believe that this evening. 
I believe that. I have put that in my heart that one of these days this scripture is going to come to pass here in Kingsway Church. Amen. How many of you believe this evening with me? That we know that the coming of the Lord is close. We know that it is is, is closer than what we think. But church, we need to be ready. We need to get our lives right back with God. Get on back on track with God. Get back into our prayer life. Get back into into reading the word. Amen. The book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 2. Let's start with verse 1. The word of God says, Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Verse 2 says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, and that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Church, I leave that with you this evening, of all heads bowed this evening. Lord, we give you glory. For the glory of your name. Church, there has to be an awakening in your heart. We cannot be shaken. We cannot be moved about what's happening in this world. Yes, to be aware of it. But I strongly believe, church, that we need to draw near to the presence of God. Get back into that life that you had when you first met Jesus. How nothing would come between you and him. That it was all about him. But the word of God says that many love towards God will grow cold. And tonight I'm going to open up this altar. And if you know that is you, that just you want to come to this altar, get close with God. The altar is open this evening.